Check, check. Wait, so you were texting with T9? Yeah, that's why I should have been I was like, maybe, maybe he'll understand why I'm not responding to it. I want to die on my way. <laughs> check, 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 check. Yo. I took it off T9. I was like, shit, she was, wasn't understanding what I wanted to say. <laughs> T9 check. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast in the building with my friends, my family, my folks. How's it going, y'all? Yo, oh, I thought, I, doesn't he usually do like a dope introduction, Keith? Like the, and to my right. Wait. He, you mean as in uh, <laughs> this introduction was shit? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he usually do a dope one? This one was quite so far. We had, we had the awkward silence. No, 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 no. But to my left, I got my homegirl, my partner in crime, my number one DJ. She's also an artist, too. Uh, Ayo Niche, what's good? Hey, no, I like, I ain't gonna Ayo lie, niche. I like that one. Yo, the morning play is like, <laughs> I like morning play. Morning play is like, you just don't even know what the fuck you're going, like, it's lit. I'm good, though. <laughs> you don't know what to expect. <laughs> Late I'm, night play be tired. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> nah, everything's straight, man. Happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Rocking out. We having a good time. And yo, the, the morning is alright. Like voice is still trying to wake up a little bit here, but for the most mm. part, we we good. Well, good morning, good morning. And to my right, I got my other partner in crime, my dog, my mace, my uh, my mellow, my ace, boom coon. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. <laughs> Everybody, get on the fucking ground now. What it do, y'all? <laughs> Don't look at my face. <laughs> Yo, What's good, y'all? What's going on, brother? How's life? Life good? You having a good morning? Yeah, life is good, man. You know, I just got another gig. I was, hey, I was out the game for a while. Yeah. Yeah, good luck, man. Nice. Good yeah. looking. Yeah. It, it was crazy because, you know, if you, if you go for a while without a gig and you married and shit, your wife start looking at you. The same way, like your your mom, the same way your mom's kind of looks at you, and like she's taking a nap, but you come begging her for ice cream money. But she started flinging me money. We live on in the third floor of a building. She started flinging me money outside the window and shit while I'm out in the street. I'm like, all right, picking money up and shit. I was like, damn, I can't live this life no more. Yeah, like the dynamic is different. She telling me to do certain chores, like. I'm doing the grocery shopping. He's yeah, like, change some things. Yeah, she sent me to. So I don't know if you, a drug dealer ever sent you out to the store. When drug dealers send little yeah. kids to the store, yeah, that's a fact. They kind of just, kinda, kinda just r- fold some money up real tight and say, "Yeah, you could take two dollars for yourself. Buy yourself a little sandwich or something." Yeah, like, it's like that's, that's how it started to be. Yeah, a couple dollars left. Yo, you could have the rest of that, and you but you get happy though. You know what I'm saying? You're like, dang, like. Yeah, but in this I, case, I, it started getting discouraging. Fold some money up, slap it in my hand. Slapping in my hand like a drug dealer. I'm like, listen, pick me up some feminine hygiene products, a pack of cigarettes, and, you know, buy yourself. Some cigarellos. <laughs> buy <laughs> some cigarellos and buy yourself some peanut chews or something like that. Treat yourself. Yo, yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It is a good morning, y'all. It's great to be alive. Splurge this out. Perfect Talk Podcast, yay, yay. episode. 31 we grown we in the 30s? That's, that's when you got to stop going to certain clubs you can't be the, the the old nigga in the club no more stop hanging out at college bars dog you're 31 years old <laughs> Yo. it's episode 31 Yo, wait wait that just have you uh i was looking on a uh, shave room and they was talking about uh they had genuine <laughs> they had genuine now nah, he did a show and the way he uh like looked at shorty he walked over like he was wow oh you know what i'm saying and then try to do the whole pony dance it was like yo come on yo your pony is like <laughs> way too old for you to... <laughs> like yo your, your saddle ain't waiting no more man like you gotta you, you gotta uh, man. that horse that horse about to turn to glue yeah <laughs> 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 it's a rap though. Shout out to genuine. You don't. You don't. Moves. You you don't want to be the old nigga in the club no more. You don't want to be that guy. And there's nothing. There's nothing cool about that. You know what I mean? Like, and I hate on nobody. If you still do it, I mean, rock out. Nah, I, I've done it before. <laughs> it sucks, yo. I've, I've, I went. I was 28, and I would try to go to the club, and I'm like, this is whack, man. It's different. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because you try to pick up it girls is. or whatever. You don't know everybody. You try you to pick up people, girls you and you just want to get a girl on the first or second chance. You don't have that persistence anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the oh, game at least changes. I yeah, the, the game, game changes. Or the game is the same, but you just don't got the the, the patience for it or the stamina or the passion for it. It's a young man's game, like rap, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta, Yo, the, you gotta be able to move with the times, the only, adjust with the times. The only old guy, old man in the club that I respect nowadays is Drake's dad, yo. His pops be lit. Like, his pops <laughs> just be at, in the club, yeah, nah, he just be at all the functions taking pictures with everybody. I'm like, yo, Drake's pops, he lives, yo. He be everywhere. I ain't even gonna hold. I follow Dennis on IG. He's lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like uh, Snoop Dogg's uncle. Too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you know it's, it's different when you oh, yeah, when you that status. You're not in the club anymore. You in you have a comfortable seat. Probably got a nice seat that's elevated, so you don't got to bend that like stoop down too far to get to your seat and fuck your knees up trying to get up. You probably got grown ass drinks up there like Crown Royale and shit. So that VIP senior senior swag come in handy, huh? Yeah, they don't they don't have they pops and uncle up in there all regular in the club sweating and rubbing up on people. Got glitter all over them. No way. <laughs> Smelling like curve. Yo, you just <laughs> Yo, Curve is definitely uh <laughs> Curve Curve Summer. It's definitely an old cool set, man. Summer. Yo, like Shout out yeah. to the old dudes too that be up in the club. Like I yo, the, the cats that be in the club with the with the sweaty see through shirts. Oh, I can't stand y'all. Yeah, man. I can't stand y'all. Like, yo. You shouldn't be sweating. If you're sweating in a nightclub after a certain age, like, come on, man. Like, is it other than, like, you know what I mean? Like, a light, a nice little glow that maybe, but no, nah, nah. you shouldn't be out there, like, dripping basketball sweat in a club. Nah, when, yo, when your white tee look like a see-through, nah, I'm good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, that plaid shit shirt. Shit is a V-neck now? Yeah. <laughs> should turn to a V-neck. Nah, I turn into like, a no, U-neck, because no. you done did Word. too much. Also, also, if your white tee is the outermost layer of your outfit also and you over 28 something's wrong too so don't forget about that's that that's a fact that's a fact not nah, but when they got like the button up on or like the the plaid shirt and it just be yeah. wild dark you know what i'm saying in certain areas that joint look wild crazy when the light hits you bro you gotta chill like you gotta chill right. joints don't even want to <laughs> dance with you no more you got you're just too sweaty like joints ain't trying to dance like that that's like on some remember like in the college days those those Nasty sweaty parties, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, ew. Yo, <laughs> I don't even want to remember yeah. that. Yeah, uh. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, like you said, it's time to hang some stuff up if you still got them U necks and then V necks out as like your only shirt walking into the spot. Nah, we ain't on that no more. We ain't on that. But well, that's our new segment. Uh, it's time to leave the club. 
<laughs> we'll be doing that from time to time. <laughs> um, now what is good in the world? Let's see. Let's get to America's favorite new segment. Have you heard? I hear some things, and I come to keep a niche and ask them if they uh, how they feel about it. If they heard it as well. <laughs> so I only got one today. You know what I mean? But have you heard? And I don't even know how true this is. This is how I like. I just 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 heard this. I want to know if y'all heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Peele is apparently making the. Uh, Lorena Bobbitt biopic. Wait, what? She getting one yeah. too? Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> she get yo, yo, man. The way we put like I don't know. It's just like we we put a lot of things on the pedestal that should just be put underground, man. Like <laughs> we highlight. I think much it could be a good I think it could be a good movie. I just um is he gonna go like the get out route with it? Like, you know, it's kinda half serious, half like comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Or what, what exactly is he gonna do? But it's you know what I mean, I'm I'm interested to see it. But <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt of all people is getting a I yeah. guess Tanya Harding got one last year, so well, the, why not? To to your point, that's like I Tanya. I Tanya has is kinda kitschy and cheeky as far as how it how it kinda humorizes some of the things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't even call it the get out right. Get out wasn't all that humorous, but that's that's for another conversation. But um we gonna have we gonna have that conversation. Yeah, we gotta have that conversation. <laughs> but but I Tanya did that and it, it could work. Like um I saw a movie with uh, Jack Black. I can't remember the name of the movie. I think it's called Masterminds. I can't remember exactly the name, but it was a Jack Black and Kristen Wiig, and it was based on a true story. And it was well, it was funny, but it was based on a true story about murder. Furthermore, the mm. true crime. True crime is a thing now. We got the OJ thing. We got I Tanya. Mm-hmm. We got um the Gianni Versace stuff. So he's got something out, huh? He's got so you got like something out, like a mini series. Well, the out? same series that did the the OJ thing, the the dramatized version of the OJ thing. Yeah, um, uh, America versus OJ or whatever it's called. Um, that American same true true story or American crime. Yeah, story that same series came back with the Gianni Versace story. Oh, okay. I didn't even know about that. And as far as have I heard? No, I didn't hear that. I heard about, I heard loosely like through the grapevine that Lorena Bobbitt was getting a biopic, but I didn't know Jordan Peele was doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. Yo, if I, it, I, could go I'm some not, places. Wait, I'm not, I'm not tripping, but Lorena Bobbitt is the one who cut off her man's piece, right? Yeah, that's her. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. That's her, they, that's but one. they had something on um Lifetime. That's how I remember watching it. Right? Wasn't it? But come like on a, now. You, you was like yeah, you and my mother every, takes every new story and, and a, makes it and like a couple other ladies was watching that Lifetime one. They were trying to make a real one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you know Lifetime over here. Yo, I ain't even going old. Shady put Nigga that said Lifetime don't do no numbers. Nah, I ain't wrong with that, but who's watching it though? You know what I'm saying? Like when everybody was keep, roasting that, I no. think it was the Whitney Houston star. So I think somebody like Lifetime made like a series of, of um like biopics and people were just roasting them. But and the thing though, is, not like, everybody you ain't saw never pull up on it. Lifetime? Like, you ain't never pull. Yeah, you ain't never pull up on there with a joint. Like you ain't <laughs> never pull up on Lifetime with a joint. Like you all sitting down on the couch and like or hand on the shit. Bible. Yeah. You ain't never watched Lifetime. You ain't never watched Lifetime. <laughs> Come on, no, man. No man. What? Yo, wait, no, play. Man. You ain't never watched Lifetime with a joint. I ain't gonna. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Actually, if you ever watch it by yourself, so I'm trying to include the joint with you. You ain't never watched Lifetime. No, with I, a I've, I've seen Life. Everybody's been on Lifetime before. Golden Girls come on Lifetime, don't they? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But Keith out here, Keith, you ain't you ain't never watched nothing on Lifetime, bro. Nothing. Well, one time I think there was a Will Ferrell movie on Lifetime, and I watched like 
20 minutes of it. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, it's not Just good. And so I changed yeah. it. I did. I did see Keith wearing a T-shirt uh, the other day saying, "Only pay them seventy-five percent." It might have something to do with his no views. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna let you slide, man. I'm gonna do some digging on this shit, though. I feel like you might have watched it. Like you watched something, man. Like, nah. it's like women got their own station. Mm, it's <laughs> a fact, man. It's a real fact. But yeah, so so how y'all feel about it? Like, I feel like she should like she's really due for one or i mean are you guys really interested in the story or are you interested to see how jordan pill is gonna like come at the story uh it's cool because i think that what we were in elementary school when that happened if i'm not mistaken so it's cool to kind of see the stuff like oj we were in elementary junior high school when that was going on also so it's kind of cool to see the stuff from our past yeah. that we, we weren't really old enough to get the full story of kind of uh be revisited in uh in this type of format mm-hmm. um and uh, jordan peele I'm, I'm down with anything he's doing right now so yeah you know what i mean like make it happen what about yeah, i'm a big jordan Pee- peele fan huge jordan peele fan key and peele mad tv get out last og huge fan so i'm pretty excited excited to see how he approaches the story i mean the story itself is pretty interesting yeah. you know what i'm saying so now with our with society and his new sensibilities and how sympathetic people would now be to Lorena Bobbitt being a woman in this in this in this um scenario it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how how it'll play out because I can't even remember I don't think she did no serious jail time for that like she might have what a year maybe I don't I don't think more than that I could I be wrong I don't really that's, remember that's, what happened but that you, and it could be because of, it could be because of him because of something that the husband yeah. so yeah like I said I, I don't even know the full story in, in uh that much I remember, remember the other one? What was it? Um, Tanya Harden joint with Joey Butterfuco. Tanya. T- yeah. Yeah, Tanya yeah, Harden, Joey, Joey Butterfuco. That's the one I was thinking about. conflating all kinds of plot. plot, plot <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking about the Joey Butterfuco one. I know Tanya Harden is the ice skater yeah. with the movie, but Joey Butterfuco was the one that was messing with the uh, the young, the younger girl, and she came and shot his wife. Yeah, that's a fact, though. I, I, yo, what's real is I just pulled it up because I was like, dang, I didn't want to say Joey Butterfuco and... Uh, that was the uh, husband who got his piece chopped off. I, you know, I'd be combining stories. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google it real quick. Like, she nah, you're talking about Amy Fisher and Joey Bonifico. Yeah, yeah, bringing all that together. Like, you know what's real, though? What's, what is dope, like how you said, like, it's, it's a story of our past. But, I mean, I know history always repeats itself and shit like that. And it's cool to see, like, even in music and entertainment, I mean, all together, um, a lot of shit is just coming back. Like, everything that was older, like, from the music, the old 90s joint, you know what I mean? You got that new Jack Swing type action happening, and a lot of remakes of some dope-ass 90s classics. So, I mean, I guess it's cool to see that's, shit happen on the movie that, tip, too, you know? That's why, I, to, to the music point that you just made, that's why I was kind of like, I had the side eye when they were trying to say Bruno Mars is uh, appro- culture, doing cultural appropriation. Because yeah. I'm like, ain't that... That's that's that was the whole vibe of his album. I thought that was the theme yeah. of him taking it back to that. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I, I really couldn't do it. And then and then I can well, I remember I have I'm a Bruno Mars fan, you know what I'm saying? So his first album, you know, he was doing pop music, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not like it's like he's always Yeah, taking his style. It's like he switches up styles on albums and stuff like that. So Yeah. I I, I, I didn't know how to take that, that so, uh comment when I me, first heard it. Let me ask you this. So what what situation from our childhood or what story or whatever piece of news that you guys remember, what would you want to see played out, like, as far as uh, revamped into a movie on the big screen? Some of the police shootings, like, um, Amadou uh, Diallo. Was, well, it wasn't a shooting. It was a, um, it was a sodomy. 
It was like an extreme. Oh, not him. Not that, that one too. Actually, would be a cool one. Now, I was thinking about the African dude that had got uh, shot when he pulled out his wallet. Oh, uh, um, sorry, I, I got mixed up. You're right, Amadou Diallo. So that was the one who got shot somewhere around fifty times. Oh, they shot him about fifty times, I think, in the Bronx. He pulled out his wallet. The okay, and then Abner Luima was the one who was sodomized in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that would. That's. I mean, I don't. Yeah, that'd be a cool story to see. You know what happened with that? To, to some of those. Yeah, some of those type of stuff. I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, revisited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said Asada Shakur. I would want to. Um, yeah, I would want to see what was good with that. I would like to see a revamp. Asada, what's that? What's that story? Um. Well, she was like part of the Black Panther Party, and they, wait, don't they say she's still alive? Is that the one in Cuba? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, she's just like a, a a black like superwoman in a way, and um, they try to say that she shot a state trooper. Um, mm. and then she fled and left the, uh Cuba. So and no one's found no one's found her since. And then they were saying they did find they did find her, and I think she's like seventy now and shit like that. So I don't know. And they wanted that her was to bring in the nineties, huh? Nah, this was in the seventies. Yeah. And she like what's real is well, the big thing is she escaped from prison. Mm-hmm. So I would want to see like something like that, like you know what I mean, revamp. I ain't gonna front. I would want to see. I would want to see Aaliyah's story, kind of like you know what I mean, made happen too. I think they actually tried to do that at one point. Didn't they try to right? do that? Yeah, and they had an issue. Uh, they didn't. Was it Zanida that played her, or did it even come out? Oh, I remember there was issues about it. Like there was uh there was beef about when they were trying to make it and who they well, wanted what, to do what's, certain stuff. What's real is one thing I've realized is that anything with Aaliyah is always precious. So it's like um I know I believe it's like Reservoir Dogs or whoever her family uh they have like you know what I'm saying all her uh her music and everything they 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 have complete control over her whole estate. So like even remember when Drake was doing remixes and shit like that and and Timberland was saying stuff with this. It's a lot. Like, you got to go through a lot of shit to put out some shit with, like, an Aaliyah cut. So, to try to do an Aaliyah movie, I can only imagine how crazy that is. Because, I mean, you can't really do a movie without using her music, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, because Drake, Drake was using her stuff because he had the family's permission, but Timberland felt some type of way about yeah, that, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what I mean? And he, he was, remember that? Remember he was wild? I can't say he was wild sensitive about it because he did work with her, you know what I'm saying? So, but it was a That's lot. Did, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyone else y'all would want to see, Keith? Um, probably Mike Tyson. Mm. I don't, I don't know that there's been a biopic about his, the whole rape thing. Yeah, that's a fact. There's been no. there's been documentaries, but not a, a biopic. Yeah, at Yo, least a popular the dude one. That played the dude Michael J. Oh, damn, Michael J. White. Didn't he have a, a Tyson? Uh, it might have been like a made for TV. That's all I was saying. Not a popular one. Yeah, because yeah, Michael Jai White, the dude who played in Spawn, Spawn. Yeah, and he's in like, why did I get married? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah like he was. I believe he played. How long ago was that? About 10, 15, 20 years. Oh, maybe the, even yeah. From the wood too, from right? Young, Stole youth. dark skin cat. Nah, not not him. That's uh, uh. That, that dude, that's fake Tommy. That's Richard something. Fake Tommy. <laughs> fake Tommy. That's fake Tommy. But nah, um, Michael John, I don't know. Like, he's just that guy. If you see me, like, oh, that dude. I can't, I don't know how to describe him. I don't know if Playboy. Yeah, he's in Spawn, though. He's, he, I believe he was in Spawn. He might have did some, like, Blade. He, he was in, he's in the Batman with Heath Ledger. He's, he gets the pencil in the eye. He's done a lot of ton of stuff. Mm. Like, okay. Uh, so what else is going on? What else we have on our topic list? We're so lit. It's, yo, it's um, beautiful out here, man. 
It is early morning vibe. Yeah. Chilling. Um. What, what? 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Remember a couple weeks ago, and y'all was there for it. Y'all see what happened? I had broke my phone. And it was a it was a silly situation. It was Yo, just like somebody called through with the <laughs> unknown. You know when you get that unknown call, you like, dang, like, did I get somebody my number and just didn't save it? Or like <laughs> what is this, yo? Click a call. And and shout out to Niche because she's the only one who answered my phone on the first call. Like was like <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't know this number. Yeah, I was like, yo, <laughs> it could be the bag on the line. I'm like, yo. Let me see what's up, yo. But anyway, um, I had I had broke my phone and I had like got copped the burner phone until I got the replacement or whatever. Um, the but the phone it was like a flip phone. It was like a super basic phone. Everybody out there, I like I post a picture on Instagram so y'all can yeah, see. Yeah, the it. real chocolate um, bar. Like, yeah, it was it was wild. It was like my first like yeah, no games. Fisher Price my first playing phone. snake and shit like that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think play has snake. What's like the, what's <laughs> the ads free? The ads free version of snake, the original shit. What's the shit with the... Well, how you text? What's it called? T9. T9 text them. You got to press the number two like five times to get the letter C. That's hard. <laughs> that, would, that would be wild anyway. discouraged. Uh, I, it was. And that's that's the, what I was saying. That's what I was bringing up. Like, you don't want to... I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to contact nobody. I, ain't I don't want to talk to anybody. nobody. I didn't want them catching what I got on my shit. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want... I didn't want I didn't want the iPhone to, to start folding on itself and turn into a flip. I didn't want that for them. <laughs> I wanted to save Mondays. <laughs> so, like, I had to go somewhere. So, I'm used to using Waze, the GPS app. And then it was funny. Like, I was, I was, I'm about to leave my crib. I'm leaving out the crib, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't got Waze. I don't even know what. I don't even know the address because everything is just saved in the in the Waze app. Everything, somebody's phone number. I don't know nobody's phone number off the top of my head. Luckily, I had an iPhone. I had an iPod Touch. Everything syncs up with Apple products, so I was able to have my contacts. But without that, you know, what I mean, I'd have been asked out on these streets. Um, so it really made me think. And then uh, that, that that had pissed me off. And then I remember a few weeks earlier, Keith had made a comment to like our homeboy, uh, Bookstore Ricky. Shout out Bookstore Ricky. Bookstore Ricky. Ricky. Supporter of the show. What up, though? We see you. <laughs> we, was, uh, he, uh, we were talking and he was basically saying, um, Keith had gotten a new phone. What, what's, the, what's the phone you got now, Keith? Google uh, Pixel um, 2 XL. Dang, flexing yeah, exactly. on him. Flexing on him. Flex, no, tell him the service. Tell him what we're providing oh, you Project got, 5. Oh, Project by the way, John, John Legend just... I, uh, Niche put me on onto uh, Project 5. John Legend just shot a music video using the Google Pixel. Whole video was shot with the I Google Pixel. I got the Pixel. Pixel XL, too. We out here. Yeah. Gang, 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 gang. Um... Keith had said that there was a feature on there that he had turned off because he didn't want to use it because it was making it, like he doesn't want technology doing too much for him. Smart I'm reply. Not sure what the feature it, was. Smart reply. Like it would read your smart text reply, and, okay. and and try to analyze how how it is that you talk and then yeah, make a reply. So so instead of type me typing it out, I would just like press this one button and it would reply for me. And that so, you felt uncomfortable with that. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. That's a fact. Me too. And, and it really made me think. It made me come up with the question like today that I want to pose to y'all. Like, is technology handicapping us? Is it slowing us down? Is it like, if it's hard for me to remember phone numbers, is it going to be possible for my daughter to be able to memorize phone numbers? You know what I mean? She's already, she's salty right now that I'm using her phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's <was> like, <laughs> she really had an attitude with me. So it's just like. What what uh is it really handicapping us or is it making us stronger? Is it making us better? We have Google in our pockets. We can answer any question. We can settle any barbershop argument with Google. You know what I'm saying in two seconds. But so then is it is it so to to that point? I would say yeah, it is handicapping us a bit. 
because there are no more barbershop arguments. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, if you could just Google something real quick, the debate is done. And I think yeah. I think having I, I think losing that kind of person to person debating, trying to figure out the facts, let me get back to you kind of thing. So instead of saying, let me get back to you, they'd be like, yo, let me hit my phone real quick right now. You don't have to type anything. You could just talk to your phone now. Mm-hmm. And um, I think. But, but, I think but to that, we've had Google in our pockets for years, though, and we've still had barbershop arguments. I remember a few Super Bowls ago, I'm, I'm like at my man Specs' house and I'm talking to him and his fiance about like, I, like who was richer, Jay Z or Be- Jay Z and Beyonce or Madonna? For so we, that was the debate that we were having, and we obviously could have just Googled it in two seconds. We was in his crib, even if we didn't have phones on us, but we still had the nice little you know discussion about it. And then Google ended the argument. Um, <laughs> I feel like you could, you still could have those. You know, what I mean, people were, were still having them. Yeah, you uh, can, but you need to have everybody on the same wavelength as far as like we're not going to pull out our phones. How many people? Not to say that most people are, are are yanking their phones out, but I'm saying how many people do you really think are going to keep their phones away? You know what I'm saying? If you go to dinner, you go on a dinner and you look around, people are on dates on their phone or taking pictures of their, their, their tagliatelle their pasta or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know for yeah. me, I, 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 it's like... Yes, technology has helped us and pushed us, and, you know, it's it's a great thing. But, I mean, it's definitely, like how you guys mentioned already, it's kind of fucked up dialogue between people. You know what I'm saying? I think we have become um, too dependent on it, you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm. that's just like, you know, I never forget the times where my phone, I mean, I, I probably go, I go through about maybe like three to four phones a year. So, okay. like, when I'm without them, I ain't even going to lie. Like, it's kind of like the, like, it's real liberating. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've learned, too. Why so many in a year, if you don't mind me asking? Why so um, many per year? I, f- I don't know what it is. I just, with me with phones, I remember, um, I mean, I've had them drop. I've had some that got, like, too hot and just bugged out on me. So, I don't know. I just had, I got this thing with phones, and I, like, we're trying to find no, the no, right I was, one. Okay. I didn't know if it was like a preference thing towards like you, you just like to upgrade or nah, change or if it was not just like even. Te- I like, technical issues. Yeah, a lot of technical gotcha. issues. Like I, in all honesty, I hate switching phones. And the only way I really upgrade is when it's free, to be honest with you. Like I got the Google XL, the Pixel XL, because the old phone I had, they don't even make it no more with Google. So I was on the safe end and they just upgraded it. But excuse me. Um, Yeah, I just, those times where I did, didn't have my phone, it just felt real free. Like, you know, like not answering phone calls, like, it was, like, a dope excuse, you know what I'm saying, because sometimes I always feel like I gotta be near my joint, but one thing I've learned to do, too, um, over the course of, like, the last couple of years is to really just keep my phone on silent, it's just like, yo, honestly, I gotta, I'll, I'll get to the shit when I gotta get to it, you know, it, and that's a fact, I've been, <laughs> I never forget one time I was in Atlanta, and it was a long night, and I had to drop the homie off, it was just one of them nights, like, a pickup from from jail down in Atlanta and it got real crazy and I had to maneuver all the way back to like a different side and if you know Atlanta like the back roads are the actual roads you should take so yo my spidey sense kicked in but yo my phone was dead and I had no idea where to go like no idea so it's like yo if you're not like how you said with um remembering like you know uh where like directions and everything, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get a little assed out. So it's like, yo, you know, the the phone does help, but at the same time too, even with kids, they they're always used to putting their head down to check their phone. It it actually is a habit. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's been studies, and they say, like, yo, it's a habit for them because they do it so fucking much. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's, I, it's there's a lady that's trying to start, like, a movement, like, yo, phones are serious. I didn't read the article. I've I seen the headline. Uh-huh. It's uh, I think it's a local story that she's, like, trying to start a movement. Like, yo, we need to really look into the health risk of what these phones are doing to our kids. That's a fact. Yeah, one, the neck neck injuries of just always looking down, and then the wrist injuries, always texting with the one finger. Uh, those those are on alone are issues, but just what it's doing to their attention, yeah. what it's doing to certain things. I remember getting, when I got locked up, uh, and I'm not... Akon I, and Young Keith, you know me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like Keith, you, you know me all my, all, pretty much all my life, a, a, a large portion of it. Like, I'm not a get locked up all the time type of motherfucker, so it was, it was a... Keith Probably the second you. time ever I've been arrested. Keith can't uh, save you. You looking like, like a real felon out here that's decided to change his life around and podcast now. <laughs> Started podcasting. <laughs> Going clean. We find out Ayana. What's her name? Is it Ayana or Ayana? Whatever her name is. Ayana. Change Benzai. your life. I, yeah. Shout out to you, play. We 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 proud of you though. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Nah, but when I, when I got locked up, the first, and literally I just gave them my phone. Like, I remember giving them my phone or everything I had on me. And the first thing I did once they closed the, 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 the gate was tap my pockets, yep. like, where my phone at? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just such a habit. Like, when you can't go where you want to go and you're stuck somewhere, all right, let's look at the phone. Let's see what's popping. Let's look at the, the thing. And then I was like, it, it was funny because I was mad that I was locked up. But then it was like, I was really mad I was locked up when I didn't have no phone. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> like the shit, like that's when it kicked in, you know what I mean? And it was just like, and even to to the point of memorizing numbers, I couldn't. I had to get a uh, bill or whatever, and I couldn't remember anybody's phone number off the top of my head. I remember I called like my childhood friend Jason, like I called his <laughs> home crib number because <laughs> that's the only number I could remember from like childhood. Jason, like, <laughs> like yo, who is? This? That's when it's like Jason don't even live in that crib no more. It's his parents' crib. Like. <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> Yeah. On a landline. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Excuse but um, <laughs> so I nah, it's funny. Yeah, like because <laughs> we need to like I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't even know if we're, we're like because think about it. That's a way to cripple us. Like one, if if the internet just shuts down, like I feel as a society we're just fucked anyway. You know what I'm saying? If you can't do no transactions or nothing, like we're fucked. But imagine if like just everyone's technology just stopped working. Like people would really like. Go dumb for uh, I, I went dumb for like an hour Like how do, how am I gonna survive What's my next step Like <laughs> I think it literally Like yeah. It puts you in that zone Cause we're so dependent on it Yeah people well, every now and crazy. Then, feel about it Keith Every now and then People should um ha- Have exercises In Doing their business Offline So For instance You can go For like GPS or, or navigating You can go as far as Buying a paper map If you don't wanna go that far Cause I didn't even buy a, Like the, the map book Never in my life, because by the time I was of age to drive, MapQuest was pretty good. But you could look at your map at home, memorize it, mm-hmm. and then and then kind of just drive where you need to drive just off of memory, just to kind of give your, your brain that exercise. If you have a partner and you're about to um, hang out or, or you schedule like a date night or whatever, then agree to agree to we're going to put our phones away or we're not even going to bring our phones outside the crib or we're going to leave it in the car. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Schedule time away from your phone for the kids. Make sure they have they're they're very comfortable using physical books. This is very important. Yeah, no. Certain daycares, at least here in the city, they're not allowed to have a, a, over a certain amount of hours of using um like uh, computing. Computer? Yeah, because it, it it hurts the development or or warps a child's development. Remember, computers weren't 
humans weren't built to have computers in a way we interact with computers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to know how to hold a book and, and, and flip it and enjoy it in that way or hear your parents' voice instead of the voice of some person on YouTube, it's a big mm-hmm. deal. So, I mean, we have to kind of train ourselves, but while we're at it, we could try to train our kids or even train our, our friends and partners to say that, hey, let's put our books down, our phones down for a second and yeah, let's yeah, just let's, let's, enjoy let's each other. Let's, let's take a second. When, the, when we have awkward silences, let's just... We'll keep it. Let's yeah, just enjoy that. Let's just bask in the yeah. awkwardness. Exactly. Yeah, enjoy let's, it. let's enjoy or that. Or don't yo, enjoy it. Me, you know what I'm saying? Yo, when um, one one thing uh, like we used to play a game like when we go out and well, not used to, but like when we go out in big groups, I never forget um, Sheem. Like this was like college friends and shit like that. Like gotcha. just some cool core group of people, and it was like yo, Shout fuck it. What we gonna do is this. Everybody put their phone in the middle. You know what I'm saying? First person to grab it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, people, you know, you you're, you, you got to pay the bill. Like, everybody's bill. Like, and it's like eight, ten of us at the table. And we all about to start drinking. So, you know what I'm saying? I think one time we did it, one person grabbed the phone. So we, But you keep it going. Then somebody else grabbed it, so now they going half on the bill. You know what I'm saying? So it becomes this thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, not for nothing, you kind of do it without really knowing that you're doing it. So it's like, yo, I think... I think I ate free, like, twice. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, it was lit. But, I mean, you come up with different games to, you know what I'm saying, uh, to, to kill all of that, you know what I mean, and to keep that interaction because, like you said, like, we kind of lost that. And, I, yo, Keith, that's what's real, too. I never even really thought about that. Um, Even with having our little guys, like you said, with, uh, you know, hearing another person's voice, like, on YouTube and shit, like, like that shit is kind of, like, that shit is crazy. You know, I never mm-hmm. really even thought about that shit. Like, you should be hearing, like, our voice. But, like, with our little guys, we don't we don't max out on the TV like that. Like, we don't, we do our best to, it's more so like a, um, sometimes like a reward. But even before, like, being rewarded to watch TV, like, we, we flooded with the books and shit. Like, you know, like, they, they still young. And they're just starting to, like, you know, recognize a lot of, like, words and shit like that. But, yeah, you got to be on it. You got to, you know what it is? It's spending time together. Like, a lot, I notice, too, like, sometimes we, we especially when I see, like, with parents, like, when they want their own alone time, like, they'll turn the TV on for a kid and shit like that. But, like, Give them so, the tablet. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, it's it, it helps, but at the same time, too, I can't even knock it because when you do give a kid a tablet, at least they're still learning in some some form, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, depending on what you got them doing, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, depending on what you got them doing, they could be playing Yeah, games, it could be beneficial. Well, well, it's better than nothing. I'll say this. Everyone has a tablet or a phone, right? The question yeah, is, this is with regards to kids. How, how are you going to... Your kids are competing with other kids throughout the world, right? Because now the boundaries between country to country are broken down because of computing. The question is, what's going to be the advantage that your kid holds, right? The advantage is going to be in the parenting, in the reading, in having discussions about the content of that book, in playing games and being able to put together puzzles and being able to recognize shapes and being able to critically think. So that is not necessarily learned through computers. If you, if you fling a, a, um, a, a smartphone at them and tell them watch YouTube, it's, it's going to be, you're going to be the differentiator, putting them in a, a school that interacts with the kids, putting them in, in um, programs that builds teamwork and leadership. That's going to be the differentiator for that child. Cause everyone has, has, yeah. um, I ain't even smartphones and they're learning alphabets the same way. 
You got me out here wanting to be the best parent I can be now. <laughs> like, yo. Keep, I mean, feeling guilty. <laughs> like, like, I can't yo, watch, I'm like, I can't watch hella YouTube. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm yo, like, that's damn. a fact. Keith is like, so what do you want for your child? Huh? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and when you look at, when you go to the supermarket, every child that's sitting in the back of the, the shopping cart, they're on the, the, the um, parent's smartphone. Smart Fair phone. enough. It's, yeah. it's the smartphone makes them smart. But you're, that child is getting just as smart as the next child that's watching watching YouTube. So what's going to be the differentiator when uh, an employee is looking for somebody with leadership skills, when an employee is looking for somebody who can negotiate, when that child's negotiating their own salary, what what's going to differentiate them? It's not going to be what they learned on YouTube. It's going to be what they learned from their parents, their teachers, their friends, right? From the, their society and the community, their grandparents and, and everything like that. So it's, that's why the human interaction, you should be imposing it onto the child and, and really yanking that phone out of their hands because you don't want them to get get addicted to it and that's and i don't have kids myself i've taken care of kids before and but that's my view on it yeah you want to watch the boys too i even (laughs) (laughs) to to keep point i i I like i try to obviously my kid could do the the little app on the um tablet where she colors but i'm like no you put a real crayon in your hand color you know what i'm saying put a mark in your hand color like just the physical feeling of putting it to the paper and learning how she's gonna have to know how to draw she's gonna have to know how to spell so it's just like you want to start that as early as possible um i even heard something keith you might have put me onto this that like men have like a a psychological thing like when because we hold our phone in our pockets that sometimes when our phone's not even in our pocket there's like a phantom feeling that our phone is there like um because y'all doing some next shit it's like kind of like a muscle response oh huh oh i about to say because y'all doing some next shit on there huh no 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 i'm saying like if your phone is like say your phone's on the desk Uh. but you used to having it in your pocket you still have that feeling of having it in your pocket like psychologically even so like you'll reach for your pocket and even though there's nothing in there you should be able to feel that there was nothing in there from without without feeling on it like it's like a muscle it's like kind of like when you lose a limb you kind of still feel like the limb is there phantom phantom vibrations with the limb phantom pains yeah, yeah, it's the same thing like with the phone, like that. So it's like, yo, that I don't know. I heard that and I was like, yo, that shit freaked me out. Like, damn, what what type of effect is this shit having on us? Well, so even like, even with flip phones, when you had it, then and um, a lot of guys when I was younger, a lot of guys would put their phone face down so the call ID is not showing. Especially if you have a girl you're dating around, you put a face that's down. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, be doing all this like all these studies with men. But you jump straight to things. it. But I yeah, I didn't get to right. my main. That, that's that's right. not even the point go. of what I'm saying. That was nah. just the premise. <laughs> So get, you would put it down I, I and you would, there, man. <laughs> so you would put it down and you, because you don't see like the, you know, the phones used to light up, you don't see it lighting up, but you would hear it vibrating if it did, or you hear it ringing, but you would pick the phone up because you like, you feel it vibrating because you feel like yeah, it's time for it to be vibrating. Yo, which leads me to another thing. Remember that other shit you was telling me about play? It's always like. Oh wait, wait, keep, cause I'm I'm wrong for jumping to to that conclusion. I'm wrong, bro. I'm wrong. If you're wrong, no, you're not yeah. wrong in another conversation. That, but what I was saying is not the point <laughs> of it. wasn't The point of it wasn't that somebody's cheating. The point of it was somebody's phantom. They they like having phantom vibration sensory type stuff vibrating like that was the point but the the premise was the 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 setup was that people had their phones down so they couldn't see from far away whether or not it is actually in fact a notification what they did was they Mm -hmm. had to check for it and they but if some if it was actually if the phone was actually notifying you of something you would have heard it or you would have felt it but you feel the need to check sometimes your body giving you false signals as if it is going on 
it don't be false, bro. We can feel that shit. Like it's like this woman's thing. We just know, like our fan, our inner, no, our inner. I'm not talking about our intuition of people fandom. cheating. I'm talking about the person who owns, who rightfully owns the phone, thinks that it's going off, so they go <laughs> to check the phone. Nah, I know. It's like a psychological thing. I know what you're saying. Thing. Like keep, like yo, listen, niche, kill all that noise and shit, all right? But no. <laughs> all right. Well. You know what I mean? That's enough about that right there. I think we're going to take it to our, our next topic. This being episode 31. Uh, made me think about a couple things. Uh, conversations that I had with just, just Nisha and Keith. Uh, being 30, I feel like certain expectations are put on us in life. People want you to be... And by people, you know what I mean? Your family members, you know, older people uh, uh, around you. They may want you to be married by this age. They may want you to have a kid by this age. They may want you to have a certain job by this age. So they place expectations on you, regardless of if they did it in their life or not. And uh, yeah, yeah, we all around the same age. Have y'all experienced any of those kind of like social pressures? Uh, Keith, you're obviously married, but um, being married, have you experienced any of those social pressures to kind of like do what society wants you to do or what people in your family might want you to do as opposed to what you're looking to do? Oh yeah, definitely. One example is like somebody ran up on my wife, like she went to a party and they're like, they touched her stomach like before they said hi and was like, hey, where's the baby? And you know, she was put <laughs> off by like she was offended and I'm offended also. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, my wife is a lot more but you, cool than but she I make a big She didn't make a big deal about it, I'm, I'm guessing, right? My wife? Yeah, did she make a big deal to the person? Like, she didn't start like... No, nah, she's a lot more polite. touching my stomach? My wife is a lot more yeah, polite yeah. and diplomatic than I am. I'm like, yo, get get out of here. But, um, no, nah, she, <laughs> she knows the girl personally, but it's, it's kind of like the girl kind of stepped over her boundaries, whether or not she, the girl knew that she did step over her boundaries. And, um, yeah, I mean, when you get... Everyone, especially when you get a little bit older, they're looking for you to complete that perfect, that quote-unquote perfect or prototypical story. So if you're when you're, you're, you're 19, it's like, what's your major? You pick your major. What are you going to do after graduation? Before you even, you're, you yourself are ready to approach that subject. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you get, you get a girlfriend. When are y'all getting married? Like all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of pressure to it, especially once you turn 30 or you're near 30. Yeah. You're supposed to, you know, be, you should have hit all these targets that people set for you, you know what I'm saying, or society, mm-hmm. or like you know, family and shit like that. I mean, eh, doesn't always work like that, you know. And it's not the same yeah. order, you know what I'm saying. You get married, have a kid. I mean, yo, it don't happen like that. You get the house. Nah, sometimes that shit be reversed, you know. Or so. Do y'all see people like actually maybe friends and family that y'all have? They may be experiencing also. Do you see people actually getting like upset for, by it? Or, yeah, uh, that's a fact. Hell yeah. Maybe their their self-confidence might be affected by it, or maybe they're, like, finding themselves in relationships kind of to, to appease, yep. you know what I mean, their family's pressures and stuff like that. You see that? Yeah. I, oh. I know. I see it. Oh, all the time. When I was about 26, 27, um, I had a real bad breakup, and I, I had a friend. She, she was uh, in her early 30s, and, you know, she was, like, a, a mentor to me. She was, a, it was, she was good mm-hmm. to talk to. She was a great listener all that stuff. So I was talking to her. And, you know, at the time when you're 25, 26, 27, even though you're so young, you feel like there's not much life ahead of you, like that when you fail, you don't have enough time to make up for it. That's your feeling in the moment. So, you know, she was kind of reassuring me and told her about her own situation where it's like, you know, I'm 32, 33 and 
my my family's looking was like, when is the baby gonna come? Or when are you even gonna get married? The girl was single. She she didn't have any kids at the time. So when is the baby gonna come? And then she started to cry because it's a, it was just the the social pressure on her. It was just immense, yep. and it's hard to keep a balance where it's like I love my family and I wanna regard what they, I wanna regard their viewpoints. I want to regard where I'm from and, and my roots and the people who love me and my mentors and my elders, but I also have my own life to live. I'm trying to pave my own path. I'm trying to, to live life and do things as I'm ready. You know, she had a successful career, made great money, got, got a great great crib, great personality, beautiful girl, all this stuff she had to say, mm-hmm. but she, it was just, for her, it wasn't her time to be married or to have a kid, but she was having those pressures. Mm-hmm. So from an early age, I realized before I experienced the pressures myself, I realized that there's tremendous pressure, especially on women. Yeah. Man, that's... Men, that's too. Like, uh, everybody, you know, like, but I feel like, men, it's more like a financial thing. Like, you ain't got the good job yet, bro. Oh, what you what you doing at that job? You know what I mean? Like, but you could be happy in that job, but people are going to make you feel like that. You know what I mean? Or they're going to put their pressures on that, you. That's like, um, that's like even completing college though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once you complete college and you're out here trying to get the job, it's like, yo, what you doing with that degree of yours? Da, 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 da. Like, I'm out here making music, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, I got this, I got this mixtape about to drop. That's what I'm doing. Oh, so what, what, what else you doing? Podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole shit with the career shit. So, I mean, I've experienced that shit. Like, firsthand you know what i mean as i know y'all yeah. have too it's like yo like yo and then you get that that shit from people who know you still doing it you just like two of my posts like yo you, you still doing the music or like yo like come on fam like you know i am like i'm still <laughs> out here you know but mm-hmm. everything that's one thing i've learned Every, everything is you know it's not our timing you know what i mean we get things What's meant for us is meant for us, and no one can come in, in between that shit. That's how I really feel. You know what I mean? God like works it all out, God's timing, and you know, you just gotta you just gotta keep keep in line. I mean, we had these conversations, you know. Mhm. It's it's cool too, like to talk to older people. Like he said, when he was in his twenties, he was talking to a young lady that was in her thirties. It helped prepare him what to look forward to. Now, in your thirties, probably talk to people in your forties, and 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 because they probably experienced the same thing, and, and they came out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Bet great people, better people. Mentors are uh, great for, to have. So, yeah, exactly, because it kind of like leads you on that path of where, mm-hmm. where you should be going. But it's it's just I don't even know why people do that. Like I don't I I and I I hope I'm not gonna do it to myself. Like maybe my daughter when she as she's getting older, I'm putting these pressures on her because of things that I didn't achieve in my life. You know yeah. what I mean? And and everybody wants the be- the better for their their offspring, but at a certain point, you know, you got to realize or oh, that's insulting or you're you're putting pr- pressures on. You know what I mean? So pressures on people that that they're not prepared for. That's a fact. But, uh, so, yeah, you, well, it sounds like a question was in there somewhere. So, are you asking? I guess really what's the best way to deal with it, like to not let it affect you? Because I ask that question, like, have, do y'all see people that, that are affected by it? And I feel that's sad, you know what I'm saying? Especially like a young lady, for her to be, her self-confidence to be affected because she hasn't had a kid yet or because she hasn't found a man that wanted to, to marry her. And, and I don't really think I had a question, but like my advice, I guess, would be to her, to, you know what I mean? Like, Talk to the older folks, even talk to younger folks, yeah. anybody that you can learn something from, you know what I mean? Like, well, with, with with women, the thing is, too, like, you know, we still have that biological clock, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Unless you time, Jackson time or is, yeah, with, with, with creating a family, I do believe time is of the essence, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, too, mm-hmm. you still could be out here living healthy, you know what I mean? Making sure your, your body is right so when you do get ready to, you know, 
um, produce that, that, that offspring that you want, you know, your body will be, um, uh, ready, ready for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's things you can't be like living out here wild foul, drinking and smoking and, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing that other shit, you know, late night, ah, 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 but you know, you gotta, you gotta prepare for it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel you though. How do you deal with it? I think that you have to express yourself. If, if it's a person who's not particularly close to you, you can either mm-hmm. ignore it or let them know that they're out of bounds and leave it at that. If it's somebody who you love, like your mother is pressuring you or your uncle or brother or sister or, or best up, friend, bitch. then you express yourself. You can, the way I like to, to handle issues like that, especially when people are, are going over boundaries, is to let them know how you feel, how what they're doing is making you feel, and let them know what they are doing because from their perspective, they think they're doing something good. You know what I'm saying? Or at the very least, they're doing something that's innocent. Positive at the, at yeah, the, at the least. Yeah, at, at worst, at <laughs> worst, they think there is just a neutral action that they're taking. They're just like, they're just making yeah, yeah. conversation in their view. But but for you, if... You could be fucking up somebody's day right there. Yeah, you could fuck up somebody's day. Like, when you're going to have kids? Well, I can't have kids. Like so, You know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. Yeah. So, um, just let them know how you feel and let them know what they're doing. You're stepping over boundaries or you're getting ahead of yourself you're getting ahead of where I, where i'm I, where i am I, i'd like kids but not today you know what i'm saying or I, my That's husband fact. and i have my husband and i haven't even had that conversation so i'm not going to have it with you like there's thing there's things like that where you're going to yeah, be honest and if you're close to this person yeah. they'll realize what they what they're doing mm-hmm. so um i think expressing yourself and letting people know what they just, just bringing it to their consciousness. You don't have to be a dick about it because that person probably doesn't even know what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As, as far as, and that goes to, I think at a point you ask, why are they doing it? It's because they think they're helping. But on the other hand, there's a balance to that, right? Because if they're helping, you don't want to just immediately dismiss it. What if they're saying something that's fairly valuable? If somebody says, go to school, what if it is a good move for you to go to school, but you just haven't realized it? Should you say mm-hmm. step off or should you consider it? Yeah, it's you hear it in life. Like I hear it all the time. The other day I was in the supermarket and this girl was complaining about how her boyfriend, she feels like the reason she has issues with her boyfriend is because he listens to everyone that has something to say about her. You know what I mean? The people that don't even know her. So people tend to do that in life. And some of it might be true. Some of it might be false. Some of it might be good advice. Some of it might be bad. You have to decipher that for yourself um, and just not let it affect your day. You know what I'm saying? Someone could tell you, uh, you you should probably go to school, and maybe you're not in school. Where one person could take that and, and let that ruin the day, another person gonna take that and make a positive out of it. You know what I mean? So it's all about what you do with the information, what you do with the the, the situation. Facts. Um, and another thing that we we do a lot on this on this podcast that we talked about is like how social media gets people in trouble, and it brings us to to my next topic. Um, this was a, a situation with the Saints cheerleaders, where uh. There was a young lady that is a cheerleader for the New Orleans Saints, the NFL team. Mm-hmm. Um, she was fired because of a social media post that she made. Now, usually, you know what I'm saying? We roast people for putting crazy stuff on social media. <laughs> we had the uh, lacrosse team last week that we spoke to, uh, spoke about that, that was saying uh, the N-word in the Little Dicky and Chris Brown song. Um, and we have, we've had various stories like that. But this time, I, I kind of like feel for the young lady because she took like a picture in a bathing suit, a one-piece bathing suit, and um, it's, it violated team rules. Uh, basically saying that you can't have anything raunchy or sexually explicit on your social media feed. Um, but, but with this case coming out, where her filing a discrimination case against them, uh, a lot of the rules that they have in their cheerleader handbook 
were brought to light. And certain things on there were just like crazy. Like if a NFL player was to follow you on social media, you have to block him. Or if he was to like one of your pictures, you got to figure out his name, who that, who his identity is, and block him. If you don't, then you can get in trouble for that. Um, if you walk into a restaurant and an NFL player is already at that restaurant, you got to find a new restaurant. If you're eating at a restaurant and an NFL player walks into that restaurant, you have to leave that restaurant. It's like, and then obviously they have their their weight requirements and their uh-huh. uh, clothing requirements, and some of them even talk about hygiene. You know what I mean? Which is understandable given the the the, the job that they're doing. Um, but it's just like, when does it reach a point where some of this stuff is actually violating their rights? Like, like what's the hypocrisy that, that you see? Like, you can't wear sexually explicit outfits on your social media, but you could appear on our website in a in a scantily clad outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's dictating, man. That that shit is fucked up. Like, I, and I, I, I don't even like the whole thing where like you were saying about the female. You know, she's eating food, the woman, and then. Like, if a player comes through, she got a dip. Like, that's just too much. That's too much for me. That's too much. It's crazy. But how you feel about that, Keith? Yeah, that shit is definitely... You got children's games playing in the background? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely... Yeah, that's crazy as as far as, like, a double standard, especially that all the women, all the cheerleaders, all women. So to put them in in that kind of, like, subservient kind of thing... That's like a big deal, and they going real far with it. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put a stop on some things. I mean, I understand too. Like, even when I look at it, you know, representing the brand and you know doing a background search and trying to see if you know you're a good fit at a company. Like, yeah, I feel you, but at the same time too, you can't be dictating, especially. You can't dictate everything like that. I mean, there's life outside of work, right? I mean, there, there definitely is. So. And when you said the whole thing about the clothing, like, I could wear these clothes for y'all, but I can't do it on my own. Nah. All right. I ain't um, with the shits. Episode, yeah, so that was episode 20. Actually, I'm bugging. That's episode 31, y'all. We uh got 31 in the bag. Niche, where could they find you on social media? Oh, you already know. Um, Shout to uh my IG, at AO Niche, and uh, let's see what else. Insta- yeah, that's Instagram is IG. Oh, yeah, and... Uh, Twitter, same thing at a y o n i s h. Yo, real quick though, shout out to the homie, um, uh, party partisan Fontaine. Um, you know what I'm saying? He he wrote a lot of cuts on the Cardi B album. So shout out to the home team out here winning. Remember I was telling y'all before he had this some writing with the Bodak Yellow. He got a lot of mm-hmm. dope shit going on. So shout out to the homie. That's always love. Dope, Keith. Where can they find you on social media, brother? I G me and my underscore thirty five. And shout out to William Lloyd Garrison. Just read one of his pieces. Definitely go on your Amazon. I think it was free. So do your thing. Nice. Get your read on. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, I go by the name of DJ Playboy. You can find me on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Check out Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, and I, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. On SoundCloud, on Google Play Music. It's going down like that. Make sure you leave a review. Uh, give us a rating, five stars only. That's all we want. Nah, just keeping it. I'm joking, but keep it real. You know what I mean? Let us know how you feel. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we up out of here, y'all. Episode 31. Say goodbye to the people, y'all. Peace. Yo, yo, <laughs> Keith said that's how your phone rings. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your trap <ball. laughs>